0: Hello, and welcome back to Carpet Talk. We are here um, at the breakfast table. We have graduated from the carpet for this Sunday morning. We're at the big kids' table <laughs> Yes, now. we are. We are um, today we are not drinking coffee. We are drinking some homemade soda from John Mark. It's one of the most interesting things I've ever had. And it's honestly very, very good. Um, so it's me, Kaylee, Corinne, Jack, and we are joined by John Mark, who is going to talk about... Um, our Holy Guardian Angels and the Holy Angels in general and what that means for us as Christians trying to be saints. Mm-hmm. So, Joe Mark.
1: Nice. Okay. Thank you so much for having me here. Um, so, what I was asked to prepare in terms of like this whole podcast thing is like, what do the Holy Angels and your Holy Guardian Angel in particular have to do with complacency and specifically overcoming complacency mm-hmm. and combating it? Uh, Because that's really what this whole podcast is about. (laughs) (laughs) Complacency. Um, So like, in understanding what the holy angels have to do with it, we have to understand what complacency is. Um, Now, complacency is basically, at its heart, it's a state of immobility on the path to holiness. So it's like, okay, I'm not going any further. I'm not really going any farther back. I'm just not moving. Um, It's not mediocrity, because mediocrity is still moving forward just very badly. Complacency is like, nah, I'm good. I'm just, I'm just not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing anything. Um, really, this is sourced by pride, essentially. So two kinds of pride, right? Um, either self-satisfaction with where you are and your state in your relationship with God. I say, you know what? I'm good. I'm holy enough. My relationship with good is awesome. I'm a saint. I'm teleporting places nice. and oh when I play, <laughs> elevating when i pray not uh, levitating what is it not elevating oh, elevating yeah, so <laughs> eyes and hearts. um no um but here's the problem it's like no one's perfect like even in heaven we will be perfect but adding perfection upon perfection and continuing to grow hmm. but here we're not that we're never going to be that and so this is really pride a rejection of who we are it's like yeah we are better than what we are no we're not real that um hold up now there's another type of pride which is fear and this is where people don't understand pride as well they assume pride has to do with puffing up saying oh i'm better than what i am i'm bigger than what i am i'm greater no there can also be the pride that rejects um who you are as a beloved son or daughter of god right so you can say oh i'm not worthy of love oh i'm not worthy of forgiveness oh i'm so small no one could love me um and that's like the source of depression and that's also the source of the pride which comes with complacency um the fear that comes from complacency so that okay no i i can't progress on the path of holiness because oh, I'm too small. I could never get to have you. Yeah. Like that's beyond me. That's for saints. That's for the holy rollers. That's for mm. Father Dave <laughs> and all that fun stuff. <laughs> Father Dave. Uh, well, Father Nathan specifically. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man, that guy definitely sees angels. Um, <laughs> no, and so those are like the two roots of complacency that are stemmed in pride, um, and the best way to remedy this like the remedy to pride always has been always will be humility right because mm-hmm. what is humility humility is acceptance of one's identity in the eyes of god it's seeing yourself how god sees you in you know, all of your faults and all of your failings but mm-hmm. all of your virtues and all of your dignity mm-hmm. i love you even though you are not worthy of my love but that my love makes you worthy of my love right that's what mm-hmm. grace is um and you have to recognize is like okay. That's humility. It's seeing that. It's accepting that, and reconciling with that. We are not humble beings. Like we're really bad <laughs> at it. We are yeah. very proud. Like the first sin was of pride, um, both Satan's pride and Adam's pride. Um, now, what does that have to do with the holy angels? Like what does that have to do? No, that has to do with complacency. Now, the holy angels help you be humble. All right now, so a little bit of a background in angelology. Um, in the beginning when God created the heavens and the earth. Um, world with a formless void. Um, no. John Mark, I God think you should be the voice that, like,
0: <laughs> voices over the Bible. We now recite Genesis
1: from memory. Do you really want me to talk about Leviticus? No. Uh, I, know. Really know it. no. I think no, it'd be funny. It would be really funny. Um, no, okay. But when God created the heavens and the earth, he created the light and the darkness, right? He's not talking about, like, the sun and the stars and everything. No, he's talking about the holy angels, the light, and the demons, which are the darkness. He separated the light and the darkness, right? Mm-hmm. It was the great war in the heavens. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and all of the evil angels, all of the demons were cast into hell, a place apart from God, right? But all the holy angels that remained faithful to him, two-thirds, two-thirds of them remained faithful to him, God rewarded them. And he said to each one of them, I'm going to give you a human being to light, to guard, to rule, and to guide, and to care for. This is going to be everything to you. This is your teals. This is your end. Your job, your end, your whole mission is to get this human being into heaven, right? So from that moment, they've been longing to be with you for eternity. You don't exist yet. You only exist in the mind of God. You're not even a twinkle in your daddy's eye. (laughs) Um, But your holy angel has been longing for you. And so God said, okay, in the meantime, you're going to help me create creation, right? so you have the rest of the seven days of creation say, okay. he separated the waters, he created the land, he created the animals and in the Old Testament when God when uh, Moses is talking about "Oh, the hand of God did this or the Lord did this for the most part it's really funny He, the translation is not the Lord or the hand of God, no it's the angel did this or the angel did this because The angels are his hands, his messengers that bring his word to creation and create, yeah? So all of creation was done through the mediation of the angels. So the guy says, you know what? I'm gonna create the earth. So he says to an angel, hey, here's everything you need. Go create the earth. God created it through the angel, kind of like how a carpenter uses tools to create a table, right? And because of that, the angels leave their mark on creation mm. and each of the angels that were given a particular like job or something like the angel that was in charge of creating elephants like yeah. elephants oh. kind of <laughs> look like their angel <laughs> and that's wait. their wait hold yeah. on oh, <laughs> no, no, no 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 just in a sense. Analogically. Oh, like yeah, I get it. it. I literally like, can only yeah. see
0: an elephant with wings right now. <laughs> no, no, no,
1: no. <laughs> no, that's where we get, like, wings porkers. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's so funny. Yeah, no, no, that's where we get that. No, that was a joke. A joke. <laughs> I know, but... That's a joke. Not for you, it, for them. I know, but it's funny <laughs>
0: things like that that just makes me get really excited to get to heaven to see what like, it <laughs> actually <laughs> is all like. <laughs> yeah, I guess, Unicorns I just, are in the Bible. Yes, they are. Yes,
1: they are. May you be saved from the horn of the unicorn. Psalms can't remember what number it was. Um, but, okay, what was I talking about there? No, okay, so the angels leave their mark in creation, and they are that thing's guardian angel. So, like, there's a guardian angel of elephants, a guardian angel of Steubenville, there's a guardian angel of Franciscan can't University. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, there's a guardian angel over everything that exists. Every rock and tree and creature. The light no sorry um, no they have no no the pagans got this right like they're all of creation is alive right and has a relationship to the spiritual realm but they're guarded by these spiritual beings which are holy guarded angels they just weren't demons like the pagans thought that's what was wrong um, uh, the classic pagans classic, classic <laughs> pagans, classic pagans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> where she jokes about people being pagans. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a joke. We when like, they, when it. It they Some do think... say things they're just like, oh my gosh, you're such a pagan. <laughs> um,
1: now, when you get to humanity, though... Well, okay, so all of creation, they have the guardian angels, and each guardian angel has a few things that he cares for, right? Mm-hmm. But they were only given one human being to guard. So like the guardian angel of elephants and of Zimbabwe, <laughs> Like whatever they that guardian that angel has a particular human being that they've been longing for and waiting for to care for so when that human being is conceived right the angel is right there to help bring the soul into the body so, okay here you go oh my God. yes we can get started <laughs> go time we can it's go oh it gets so <laughs> excited He gets so excited because he's wanting to be with you. He wants to have a relationship with you. Because his job is to remind you who you are, to bring your identity, to bring the word which is you from the mind of God into creation. (laughs) And every time that you begin to forget it, every time you start to like mumble that word and like... Mess it up like you have a lift. It's like I'm not, I'm not Kaylee. I'm Kaylee, or like, and you start to mess it up. The guardian angel's like, no, 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 no. You're Kaylee. You're Kaylee. Okay.
0: Wow. Thank you for that's... the way I talk. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Thank you for calling out my. Uh... <laughs> I
1: had a stutter when ahead. I was little. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, um, but that's the guardian. Your guardian angel's job, and so you because you were given. Because this guardian angel helped to bring you from the mind of God into creation, you begin to look like your guardian angel a little bit, kind of, almost more than you look mm-hmm. like your parents. Because your parents gave you this, your parents gave you this, but your holy guardian angel gave you everything. Our Lord gave you everything mm-hmm. through his guardian angel. Like you can't separate the angels mm-hmm. from the work of God. So say, like, oh, did the Lord do this or the angels? No, 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 the Lord did this through his guardian angels. Mm-hmm. Like when you hear the voice of the Holy Spirit in your mind and in your heart and in your soul, It's through the guardian angel. It's through your guardian angel who's speaking to you in a voice that you know. It's like, oh, I've known you forever. And this is a voice that you understand.
0: This is why I'm not a theology major because I would literally sit in all these classes and just like combust. (laughs) (laughs) So
1: I I didn't learn this in most of my theology classes. Like there's a few things here and there. But most of this I got from my father, and from the formation that he got. So my dad, back back in the day, um, before he met my mom, uh, he was a monk for four years. Uh, He was a monk in, yeah, back in the 90s um, when things were insane, um, my dad was in northern Florida and he just really wanted to pursue the Lord and really wanted to develop a relationship with him and he was given the opportunity to go on pilgrimage to Portugal. to Fatima and visit the shrine yeah. there and while he was there he met an incredible order called the of the Holy Cross um, whose whole mission is the spread of the devotion to the holy angels um, really focusing on like the um, the teachings of St. Thomas, St. Dionysius, uh, the Oropagite but also the private revelations throughout the centuries right so anything from St. Hildegard von Beginn to um, Madame Bitterlich in uh, Germany um, like all these fun guys. Yeah, I know, her name is hilarious. <laughs> fun guys. Yeah, fun guys. Um, and so he was there for four years two years in Fatima, two years in Baraga. And then he was kicked out, and then he, yeah, all that fun stuff. He eventually like, was sent back to the United States, tried to join a bunch of religious orders got kicked out of all of them, and then was ordered to go to Franciscan, where he met my mom. Um, (laughs) And the rest is history. The rest is history. (laughs) Now, yeah, now he is an incredible father, an incredible husband, and a very righteous man. I'm very proud to call him my father. Um, But that's where I got most of this, right? And so it's, I don't get it most of my theology classes, but where was I? Where was I? Okay. um... Which makes it more trustworthy than (laughs) some professors. Oh. (laughs) this is a recording. John Mark, as you were saying. As I was saying. Um, so where was I? Hold on. Oh, your guardian angel. What his job is to remind you who you are because like he knows it better than, uh, better than anyone. Right. You start to look like him. You start to imitate him. Um, and I'm saying him for the sake of Expediency because mm-hmm. like, they don't have gender in the same way that we have gender. They do, but they don't. It's, it's a weird situation. They don't have yeah. bodies. Um, not physical bodies. Ah, we don't need to get it. It, it doesn't ready. matter. It doesn't matter. This is the, the heart of it is that they love yeah. us, and they care for us, and they want us to be better. All right? And what does this have to do with complacency? Or what does this have to do with humility? If pride is the rejection of who you are, and if humility is the recognition of who you are, and you have a being who's borderline all-powerful, all right? They are not constrained to the um, the forces of nature, as we would experience, like, time, place, space, anything. They can do anything, pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, the, whose whole job is to remind you of who you are. You are not who they say that you are, let me remind you who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, that message by John who was a distinctly angelic message, right? But to the whole world, right? But you have an angel like devoted to reminding Emily, reminding Corinne, reminding Jack, reminding Kaylee, reminding John Mark, who you are at all times. And that's all he does. Like he doesn't do anything else. Like his job is like, it's like, yeah, he might take care of elephants. He might take care of Zimbabwe, he might take care, but his only purpose is to take care of his human being to the point that, so for angels, their name comes from their mission. So you have the situation of a Michael. Michael, which means who is like God, his job is to proclaim that before the heavenly host. Right? You have Gabriel, who is the messenger of God. His job was to give the bring the word from God to creation. Amma, telling that to Our Lady. Ahmed, to Zachariah to bring the gospel to mankind. Um, you have Raphael. God heals, and then you have the whole book of Tobit, which is my favorite mm-hmm. book in the Bible. You have to definitely read it if you it's haven't. Fine. It's the best. Um, but. That's their name, that's their mission. Your holy guardian angel's name, and I know people get on like, the name of my guardian angel, but this is your holy guardian angel's name. It's Kaylee's holy guardian angel, it's Corinne's holy guardian angel, it's Emily's holy guardian angel, it's Jack's holy guardian angel, it's John Mark's holy guardian angel. That's it, because that's their job. That's their mission. Like in the eyes of God, this is who they are. Them being in the present, in the beatific vision is them doing this. Just like someday in heaven we will be given a new name, like who we are in the eyes of God, and it will be how we praise God. It will be that action by which we praise God. Not action, the way of of being in which we praise God. Um, And each will be individual and particular and so on. But this, your guardian angel reminds you of who you are. To the point that if you have a relationship with your holy guardian angel, it's very difficult to be proud. Um, like very, very difficult if you on on a natural level, like forgetting all the supernatural things. If you have a buddy with you at all times, pointing out all of your faults and failings, (laughs) but also building you up every second of the day, like you it's kinda difficult to be messed up. Like, it's like, first off, you're gonna sin less. Second off, like you're going to be more sure of yourself. It's like, oh wait, this guy loves me enough to care for me and also show me where I'm doing bad and doing good and all these fun things. That's what your holy guardian angel wants to do. The things he's only going to do as much as you let him do. Here's one of the things about angels and and demons as well, which we tend to forget. They do not have access to our minds and souls at all. That being said, they can kind of guess because they know more than we do and they've been watching Mm -hmm. human beings for millennia, since the dawn (laughs) of creation. But they can't read your mind. They can't read your heart and soul. They can't do that. They can guess, but they really don't. But you can allow angel, your holy guardian angel in right, <clears throat> to help guide your heart, to help guide your mind, help guide your soul, help guide your eyes, help guide your actions, right? And it's funny. like You'll end up developing a relationship with your angel that's really funny in particular. My dad tells this story, and it's wild. He knew this guy, when he would, I think it was when he was in the order, but I don't remember, who his guardian angel would tell him when people would show up. Like, to parties and stuff. So, like, it would mm-hmm. be a party trick. He would be in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> no! You know, kidding. And this guy would say, no, uh, like, five minutes before the person would show up. And this is before text messages yeah. and, like, cell phones yeah, yeah, and everything. Yeah. Say, oh, so-and-so is going to knock at the door in five minutes. Five minutes on the dot, someone's knocking on the door. I said, who is it? They're not supposed to show up. They're out of town. They're out of the country. They're not supposed to be. He no, they're here. Open it up. There it is. Or you have this weird situation where you're on the road and all of a sudden, for no reason, you all of a sudden swerve and you don't know why you did it. Mm-hmm. You have no recollection and all of a sudden, this guy speeds past you and would have hit you. That's your Holy Guardian Angel helping you and guiding you without you realizing what's going on. Yeah? And those are extraordinary circumstances, obviously. But, like, <clears throat> for me in particular, I don't ask St. Anthony to help me find things. I ask my Holy Guardian Angel. Partially because mm-hmm. St. Anthony, he, he's insane. He's
0: He's way more than finding your car keys. Yeah. Uh,
1: not just that, I he, know. But... he helps me, oh my gosh, he, he hates <laughs> helping me find things. He's my patron twice over, so he oh, messes God. with me all the there time. You go. Got it. Um, but your holy guardian funny. angel like, can help you do these little things, and if you ask him to help with these little things, he's like, dude, you've been ignoring me for all of your whole life. I'd love to do this for you. I'd love to help you. I'd love to help you with this paper. I'd love to help you get to sleep. I'd love to help you deal with this hard situation. I would love to love you in any way that I can. Kind of like your mom always wants to help you do things. <laughs> like even the most insignificant, oh, I would love to do that for you. Your guardian angel wants to do it more. Like as much as your father and your mother love you, they do not love you nearly as much as your holy guardian angel does. That's everything to them. They want to be with you for all of eternity. Um, and that's the thing, Like you need to develop a relationship with your holy guardian angel. Mm-hmm and if you don't you're gonna go to hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but like seriously fair enough either you develop Darcy's a relationship bard. yeah if you don't develop your relationship with your angel on earth and like you still get to heaven you'll develop it in heaven alright sweet if you never develop your relationship with your guardian angel and you go to hell your guardian angel will escort you to the gates of hell and leave you there and he will be in heaven alone his entire purpose was to get you to heaven and he failed
0: Kurt is currently crying about that. <laughs> like, you sad, should. Like, sad, like honestly,
1: uh, do you love your holy guardian angel enough to get to heaven? Hmm. Do you love your parents enough to get to heaven? Your godparents. Honestly, like, the best way to minister to your godparents who are not in the faith or who have fallen away from the faith is to get to heaven. Because, like, that will be in their favor when at the pearly gates. It's like, oh, you have your. This saint is your godchild, but you didn't do anything. But. He's your godchild.
0: Oh. <laughs> the saints are godchilds. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, think about that. Noted. Yes. Um,
1: similar with your holy guardian angel. Like, they will be... Like, obviously, there's no lack in heaven. Obviously, they won't be sad, but there no. will, in a sense, be something missing. Not just mm-hmm. you, but your relationship with your holy guardian angel, which is going to be wild. Like, for a second, oh, imagine... Francis of Assisi and his guardian angel dude. for a second. Bruh. Imagine, okay. Plus the guardian angel of elephants. Dude! <laughs> Maybe they're friends. Parting it up with the greats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then imagine the That's relationships exciting. that our guardian angels have with each other. Like, for example, I can only know y'all so much, but our guardian angels are like, dude, no, 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 no. <laughs> Cause guardian angels, and this is actually crazy. Uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's not funny. We have
0: this joke. We got guardian <laughs> angel besties. Yeah.
1: That's actually, cute. that's a thing. <gasps> Wait, no, a, there are certain relationships between angels that once they, um, uh, manif- like once they manifest in the human world with like the things that they deal with, uh-huh. there's this weird connection. Like for example, between horses and the sea. Why is it seahorses? But <laughs> <No, laughs> no, no, like no, that's, that's a weird thing. No, but like, that's like actually from mythology. Yeah, exactly. like from the like people have human beings have always recognized a connection between horses and the oceans. We have no clue why. Yeah. What's probably and I don't know this for sure is that the angels are either friends or cl- connected or related or the same guardian angel. Dude, bro. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Okay. There's well, so
1: much here, and we could go into so much. Right. right. Yeah.
0: But how right. does that look for us? Like who are, you know, like angelologists. Yes. Is that a word? Angelologist. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Um Sick. my dad's old spiritual
1: director um. is the foremost angelologist in the Roman church. He's great. Wow. That's Father so William Wagner, look him up. Also look up uh, <laughs> Kinsweg of the Holy Cross, <laughs> Opus Sanctorum Angelorum. If you have any questions about the angels, just go to their website. They have a bunch of stuff. You can go to retreats with them. They're all over the world. Like they're incredible. The most solid order in the church right now, personal opinion. Absolutely incredible. Hmm. Just or just find John Mark on campus. <laughs> Good um, luck. <life. laughs> um, <laughs> yes. But
0: yeah, for like us in the everyday, like, yeah. what yeah. does that look like? What does it mean to fight complacency by forming a relationship with someone who you can't technically see? Um, I think John Mark really answered it for us when he started talking about like angels teach us humility and humility when you're a truly humble person like the taste of complacency is the most bitter thing mm-hmm. um and i think opening opening ourselves up to the reality of something beyond us shows us what we're striving for and kind of gives you a fresh reason to strive mm-hmm. to strive for sainthood to strive for heaven mm-hmm. um to strive for something beyond yourself that's something that created you mm-hmm. Um, and it sounds like it all begins with an invitation. Because um, <laughs> he was talking about like how they don't have access to your thoughts and all I could think of was you, mm-hmm. a vampire can't get inside your house unless you invite them <laughs> in. Well, the demons <laughs> are and angels too. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that ideas. joke where we were, not <laughs> yeah. the joke, but like what we said a few episodes back where we said like it's the risk worth taking. Mm-hmm. Um, and this life is full of risks, but there's certain risks that are worth taking. And until they present themselves and until someone says something to you, Or you recognize it, it would be foolish to walk away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. So, yes, so true, so good. But very practically, just start talking to your Holy Guardian Angel. Yeah. Because eventually, what's weird is he's gonna he's gonna respond. Mm -hmm. Like either in actions or in words. Like I, I mentioned this earlier, but like in prayer, when you hear the voice of God, and that's obviously that's an extraordinary circumstance, and it's not like the norm. That's your holy guardian angel that God is working through. He will speak to you. He will reveal himself to you. He will do the things for you. Just start asking him. Like, in pick the up morning... the
0: phone and call your mom. No, pick up the phone and call your guardian <clears throat> angel.
1: <laughs> so as always, the answer is pray. Yeah. Yeah, yeah honestly. Yes
0: and amen.